What? Two episodes in a week? Well, two episodes in two weeks. (laughs) I'm very proud of myself that this is happening. I can't believe it's happening. I've had a great day today. I was in Birmingham earlier. Uh, I always love going to Birmingham. Lived there for a little bit. Um, Back in my early 20s, which sounds very weird to say that, but I'm past the mid-20s point now. So I feel like I can say in my early 20s. Um, So I always love when I get to go spend a couple hours there. It's always pretty great. But um, I met a friend for lunch and something that she said just really sparked something in me so I'm just gonna share um from my heart from what she said in this episode because I had a plan for what I was gonna say but now I'm just kind of I'm just gonna go with it I don't have any notes all I have is this conversation so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just dive in this past Sunday I was leading worship and worship over the last, I don't know, couple of weeks, maybe a month, it's really changed in me because I've always been a person that I love to sing prophetic things more than I love to sing actual songs because they're, I'm very picky when it comes to worship songs anyway because I have a pretty high standard for what needs to be in them and I'm not afraid to change some lyrics, but there are just some songs I just can't do them because they may be popular or whatever, but I can't do it. It's just theologically, it doesn't work. Um, I'm not really into me-centered worship because I don't feel like that has any place in worship. So with that being said, um, when I took over as worship leader here at my church, I kind of went into this place of, okay, well, I have to pick three songs every week. And so I was doing that, but there was a part of me that was really just, I don't know. I don't want to use the word dying because that's just dramatic, but there was a part of me that was just, I guess, asleep, I guess probably would be a better word. And so basically there was one day where I was just like, no, not going to do that anymore. And um before service my dad and I were talking and we just really felt like this sense of prayer hit the room and so we put some worship music on and just like as people came in they just joined in and we had such an incredible service that day because we threw out the agendas we threw out the service order and we just went for it you know and we've been trying to figure out you know what the Lord is saying for us individually as a church and you know what our service is supposed to look like because something that um, my dad said was you know we tend to not make fun of but kind of poke fun at these churches that have like super super structured services and the thing is like our services may not be super structured but we have the same service every single week and and we're really just praying to see you know what what is the Lord doing what's he wanting us to do and all that so anyway over the past couple of weeks worship has really turned into this I'm just gonna hear the Lord um that may be doing one song and we just kind of go from there I think a couple weeks ago I did maybe two in the set but 
it really is. I'm leaning really heavy into the prophetic right now, and I love it, and it's really stretching me, um, especially in, like, my own devotional life with the Lord, um, which is always great to go deeper in that. And um, so anyway, I say all that to say this past Sunday, I was leading worship, and I kept hearing this statement, we will run with the horses, we will run with the horses. And a friend of mine actually wrote a song that that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's the opening line. Uh, No, it actually might not be. I don't know. It's in there somewhere. (laughs) We will run with the horses. And I just kept hearing that over and over again, but I didn't, I didn't ever sing it out because I couldn't, like I had heard her tell the story of like where that song came from. But in the moment I couldn't remember and I didn't really feel uh, okay with releasing something that I didn't understand. And I really feel like me and the Lord have had some conversations about that, that sometimes, sometimes there are things for certain moments and you just got to release it and trust that he's going to bring the revelation in that moment. And, um, and I didn't. And so, you know, of course there's been some repentance happening because of that. But anyway, um, so today when I had uh, lunch with her, we walked over to an antique store and on the way back, I was like, I, I, I just got a question for you. Um, that statement, we'll run with the horses, what does that mean? And uh, she said, well, there's a scripture that, um, and I'm going to pull it out in just a minute. I'll have to look it up. But um, there's a scripture that talks about how can you expect to run with the horses if you can't keep up with the footsmen? And she began to talk about how basically what that's talking about is if you can't get over yourself to become more the image of God, what are you doing, basically? And um, and just really, for the past couple of hours, that has been moving in me, and uh, that's what I want to talk about in this podcast. And of course, you know, last week I, I started this new thing where I want to end with an invitation, and um, and so I'm gonna do that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the scripture really fast, and uh, I just want to make sure I'm quoting it correctly. Okay, so the scripture is Jeremiah chapter 12, verse number 5. And in the English Standard Version, it says, If you have raced with men on foot, and they have wearied you, how will you compete with horses? And if in a safe land you are so trusting, what will you do in the thicket of Jordan? So basically, on Sunday, when the Lord put, we will run with the horses in my mind, my spirit, whatever, it basically was this invitation to go into this place of letting go of ourselves and grabbing like wholeheartedly onto the image of Christ that, you know, we're so working towards um, being made more into that image. And so I, you know, I don't know, maybe I missed it on Sunday and, you know, we could have had like such a great encounter with the Lord, but you know, you don't know what you don't know. So, um, but I feel like the invitation is still there for the ones who want to listen to this and who want to grab hold of this, that there's such an invitation to let go of anything less than Jesus. And when I say that, a lot of you thought of something that you've been kind of holding on to And I just feel like even right now as you're listening to this, that there is such a grace to let that go. And for me, I know, you know, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I'm, I really walk through this 
these moments of disappointment and and although I do feel like I found breakthrough there are still moments like even today I kind of woke up super panicky um not so much about money but just I I have no doubt in my mind that I made the right decision but there are still these moments where I'm like oh man like when when is the God thing coming and and I was talking to my friend about that and and she had such a beautiful way of saying you know if this is the way that that God's leading you if it was a no from him you're good you're so good and um she said it a lot more eloquently than that but uh and I'm still like processing it and I'm sorry if this um this episode isn't as profound as maybe some of the others have been but I'm just I'm just coming at you real you know coming at you from where I am right now and again like I said I don't have any notes so I'm just kind of going for it um but I feel such this invitation of completely trusting him and not for a second doubting him because and again I'm sure I said it last week but if he's if he's leading me down this road of complete trust down this road of hey I've got you and I've got this situation and I've got um your future is secure and I think that's where I really am is like right now I feel okay because everything that I need is being provided for but I don't really know about my future and I think right now like the invitation that I feel is this letting go of this need to um have this perfect plan and me and my cousin we talk all the time that we are planners I would love there's like this Mike Bickle teaching about time management that I deep down like I love it because it's literally he teaches you to map out every minute sorry yawning every minute every second pretty much of every single day and the the planner in me loves that but the person in me the the me who I actually am is this person that wants to wake up every day and say okay holy spirit what are we doing today you know i and i really feel like this invitation to let go of planning um and i don't know if i knew that until i started recording this episode um so just give me a moment as I process this. But I feel there's an invitation to let go of plans for me. And I don't know what the Lord is inviting everyone else that listens to this. I would love to hear it if you want to um, message me on Instagram or, or whatever. I would, I would love, absolutely love to hear um, what the Lord's doing in you guys. But yeah, I just... Um, yeah, I feel such an invitation. I can feel the presence of the Lord right now. And I'm just praying for every single person that listens to this, whether they're in the car, they're at their house, whatever. Jesus, I just pray right now that you would come in such a mighty way, such a mighty way, but also such a simple way and just whisper in their ear what it is that you're inviting them to. I thank you that you're the near to us, God, that you're never far away. You're always with us. And I think if there are moments that you make your presence more known than other moments. And I just thank you that this is a moment that your presence is, is more known. You know, all this stuff that's 
going on in Afghanistan, it's, it's very, um, it's very heavy. And it's something that I can't, I can't read a lot about it. I can't, I refuse to watch videos because I can so feel the heart of God for these people, regardless if they're believers or if they're not, I still feel the heart of the Father for them. And so what I've done is more, instead of reading articles or watching videos, I've gone more into a place of prayer for these people, just asking the Comforter to come do what the Comforter does. But it's interesting to me to think about that there are people who are believers there and that the Taliban is after them. And they are so willing to lay their lives down for the sake of the gospel. And, you know, they're, they're ready to, to receive the martyr's crown, you know, just so that they can lay it down at the feet of Jesus. And it's very interesting as an American, and I know that they're a large part of the people that listen to this show are American, but I know that there are definitely some that are not, and I'm so thankful for that. But speaking from an American's perspective, seeing these people who are going through literal hell and can still talk about the goodness of God, and then to see people around me who think that they're persecuted and they're not, but get so upset about someone hurting their feelings and they're like, well, I'm just done with church. Oh. And they don't even like stop it. I'm done with church. They're like, I'm done with Jesus. I just can't do this. It makes me really sad because I'm trying to find a gentle way to say this, but if we're going to reach people the way that I feel like we've been talking about for years in church about this coming revival or, you know, whatever, we've got to learn to lay down our pettiness. We've got to learn to lay down our um, privilege isn't the word I'm looking for there, but uh, there's a word I can't, I can't find it right now, but maybe it'll come to me later uh but we've got to learn to lay down all of these things for the sake of Jesus and I'm not saying that he doesn't want us to have pleasures in life that's not what I'm saying but but he's better you know and and there are people man I heard so many stories today about just going and being with homeless people and going and I drove I purposefully I drove through a really bad part of downtown Birmingham and I just felt so much love for all these people that I um I don't know but I saw them all sitting outside their house and I just felt so much love for them because I'm like man I just want to go grab you and wrap you in the biggest hug and I've been feeling such a stirring uh for inner city ministry but also just specifically for homeless ministry and I'm hoping uh, around October to, to be able to go to Bourbon Street in, in New Orleans. Uh, hoping to, to partner with uh, Chris Burns and, and Bourbon Street Revival, but we'll see. Just, you know, they're, they're not doing meetings through uh, September at this point because of the new COVID regulations, but we'll see, you know, 
what October is going to hold. If anything, I'll just go into a place of prayer. Um, I would love to be there, but it, it just might not happen. But anyway, um, but I just feel this stirring to let go of um, these. And again, I can't find the word that I'm looking for here. It'll come to me later, and I'm sure I'll I'll remember. It's going to make me so mad when it comes to me. But but yeah, I just feel an invitation to let go. And that's all I'm going to say because I cannot find the word that I'm actually looking for there. But an invitation to let go and grab hold of the image of Jesus and go and actually learn what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that so strongly and I can't wait to to share, you know, what I feel the Lord released me to share. Man, I also heard a bunch of stories about going to try to raise the dead and I'm like, come on, man. I heard several stories a couple of weeks ago about two people that did get raised from the dead and I'm like, Jesus is up to something. But and that's incredible. Um but I think that we are on the brink of something super incredible not just in America, but all over the world. I feel like there are these little pockets that are really, really catching on to this whole, we are the light of the world, you know? And, um, and whatever I have to let go to become more of that light, I don't want anything in me to hinder the light that's on the inside of me. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just super excited to, to embrace this invitation to really figure out what it means to be the light of the world. That's probably what we're going to dive into next week. Like, what do I feel like it means or what do I feel like the Lord is teaching me about being the light of the world? Damon Thompson has so many good messages about that. I think he calls it um, a luminescent anthropology, I think is what he calls it. Um, If you search Damon Thompson ministries on where you know wherever you get your podcast uh you'll see a bunch of messages by him they're very long definitely a lot longer than this one <laughs> but um but yeah I'm excited to to dive in with into that with you guys it's going to be fantastic but until then um thank you for listening to me ramble hope it made sense uh, but if not that's okay Jesus will will make up for it for me but anyway bless you guys and uh, I'll see you next week as we dive more into what it means to be the light of the world.